You would never use that in manga. Webtoon art styles can be very simple. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I feel a little bit overwhelmed. There's rarely a day where I take a full day off. Hello and welcome to the Manga Education Podcast where I answer your questions. I'm a professional in the manga, webtoon, novels, and video game space. I've run a studio that basically creates manga and webtoons and then scales it to animation, transmedia, and that kind of stuff. Well, I'm here to answer your questions. You guys submitted me a bunch of stuff on Instagram and let's get right into it. What is your work routine? Do you take Saturday and Sundays off? Because I know I do. I do not take Saturdays and Sundays off. Actually, Saturdays and Sundays are probably where I get most of my work done. And that's probably because a lot of the time during the week is me working with people, you know, teammates, editors, and that kind of stuff. On the weekend, when no one's working, is when I can actually do a lot of my own work. So like filming this video, educational content, a lot of the educational stuff I'll do on the weekend because during the week I'm doing a lot of the writing and all that stuff. But I also want to give back to the community. So I always do, do like educational work on the weekends. I also do a lot of personal writing projects and building pitches on the weekend so i will say i i've taken off maybe a, a day here and there over the last year i rarely go a day with doing no work there's rarely a day where i take a full day off which is unfortunate but it's it is a part of the, the craft and i love what i do so again it doesn't feel like work it's it's something i do for fun anyway in terms of work routine i wake up around 10 a.m to 12 p.m and then i will work until i want to say like 8 or 9 p.m i have dinner around 9 have lunch around 1 sometimes I have a snack in between and then sometimes if I want to take a break I'll read manga or play video games at night till I sleep or I will work until I sleep which is 2 3 4 a.m sometime a lot of days I'll work from like when I wake up until when I sleep that's my schedule I'm listening to your podcast to learn please make more thank you we will be making more and that's what I'm doing right now <laughs> sir I'm working on my manga it's still in draft phase how can I get my manga published or serialized? To get your manga published, you can go through the self-publishing route or the traditional publishing route. Self-publishing route, you can publish on websites such as Medibang, Webtoon, Amazon. Those are a few websites where you can put your manga. There's not a lot of manga publication sites that allow you to monetize your work in a self-publishing way. I think Amazon's probably the main one. Or if you were to do like a Gumroad, release a PDF of your manga and just market super heavily. That's probably the only way. You can also put on Manga Plus. Manga Plus is an avenue for traditional publishing. I will say that traditional publishing for manga is quite hard. On Manga Plus, you probably have to be the top five. Top dogs on Manga Plus will probably get selected to be published in Shonen Jump, maybe. In addition to that, you can also enter manga competitions in Japan, or you can enter international manga competitions. A big one is Silent Manga Edition, which is how I got my Japanese editor. And I also got published in Japan also as a result of that competition. So I think Silent Manga Edition is a really good one. Basically, if you want to do traditional publishing for manga you want to enter competitions or submit to japanese publishers if you want to self-publish and you have to look on the different various websites and try and release it yourself however it's going to require a crap ton of marketing on your hand for you that to actually get it any sort of traction which is why a lot of people will go with traditional publishers so they don't have to do that instead of asking about webtoons can i ask how you are doing these days that's a great question i'm doing pretty good i think uh i feel a little bit stressed out sometimes 
time. Sometimes I feel a little bit overwhelmed recently just because I'm doing a lot of stuff, a lot of really cool stuff. It's a very pivotal moment in my career. But ironically, I feel like I always say that. I'm like, I'm always pivoting. I'm always doing more and more and more, which is great because things are always trending upwards. However, sometimes I feel like, oh, like I'm just one man. And so I've been doing my best to try and start to outsource. I'm hiring team members. I work closely with my art director, Komi Pa, on a lot of stuff. I've been hiring some other folks on the writing side to try and help my expansion of doing more series. So I think scaling has been something that I've been really struggling with because that's not something from a business perspective that I'm really used to. Hiring editors and all that stuff. Uh, that's something I've been learning a lot about this year. Because usually I just do everything by myself and with, you know, artists. But now it's like from the business side, I need to start scaling other people too. So I think that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, I'm all in all doing great. Very happy with those series that are coming out. Hopefully you guys can read some of my work. If you guys haven't yet, check it out in my description. How do you do a comic bubble? I've learned that it's regularly done by hand, but what is the process for it? If you're looking for to do a comic bubble, all these different digital softwares have comic bubbles built in. If you want to do a, if you do traditional manga, like you're drawing by hand, they have like a, these rulers. And if you read Bakuman, they, they do this in the manga as well. Basically cutouts where you can just like trace the lines of a bubble. So if you did it by hand, if I were you guys, I would just use like scan the page and then just use Clip Studio Paint or Procreate or something and start putting in bubbles digitally instead of doing it by hand. Cause I feel like by hand is just, you know, how do you draw a perfect circle? Like you don't, right? It's so hard. So I would letter digitally if I were you guys. Is it wise for a beginner to start serializing two to three series at once no don't do that don't do that here's the thing you use your first series as a way to learn use your first series as a way to learn because if you're serializing two to three projects at the same time and they're all trash because you're not at the skill level at which you can execute a really good serialization, then that's not worth it. It's better to do one serialization, learn, and maybe learn that you weren't good on the first serialization, or maybe you were, maybe you did really good. And if you did really good, then you can start building up to the second serialization and the third serialization. But if you just start off with two to three, you're really asking to fail, in my opinion. It's a really arrogant thing to start too much before you know that you can do it efficiently. Most people cannot even serialize once. So I'll say that up front. You don't know if you can serialize one why try two or three rather instead you should just start with one build your way up where do you watch anime from i watch anime on netflix crunchyroll i have hulu that's probably all i watch my anime from honestly i don't watch an enormous amount of anime other than like a lot of the mainstream stuff that people are like you need to watch this um i mostly just read manga i read manga and i read webtoons mostly because that helps me get better as a creator but anime is just fun to watch just because it's nice to watch things moving on a screen always a passion for anime Anime, but I don't watch as much as I read. What do you think about the current state of manga and webtoons? Is it peak, low, dying, or never more alive? It is never more alive. Here's the thing. Manga and anime and webtoons are only growing in popularity year over year. I think there's some kind of study that, don't quote me on the number. Let me just look this up actually. Okay, so apparently the webtoons market is supposed to grow to a revenue of almost $30 billion by the end of this decade. So that's within three years, by 2028. So Guys, I will tell you that that's just the webtoon industry. The manga industry is also very popular because it scales the anime industry. As anime does better, so does manga. And anime is only growing exponentially amongst like Netflix, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll is doing insane, insane revenue numbers. Webtoon is also doing insane revenue numbers as the rise of Korean culture. And also it scales with the rise of anime also because uh, a lot of webtoons are anime inspired. Things are really massive in the webtoon space. A lot of publishers, including American companies, such as Apple and Amazon are also starting to move into the webtoon space. And that's just because they know that it's, it's massive. Is it at its peak?
speak? No, definitely not. Because we are just starting to get adaptations of webtoons, which is like animation, live action. As the live action and animation start to pop off more, so does the webtoons because those intellectual properties are growing in, in power. As the entertainment space grows and there's a love for Eastern general Asian entertainment, webtoons and manga will continue to rise. Basically, as long as the people like Eastern and Asian entertainment, webtoons and manga are going to be at the forefront of that. It's really nice for me because I got in pretty early, I would say. Not like super early, but like I got in at the right time where manga and webtoons were just starting to like become popular in the US. That's when I started to make a living out of this stuff. Very lucky when I managed to get in because I'd already been doing making manga and webtoons for many years even before I made my first dollar off of this stuff, right? But the current state of manga and webtoons, super high and it's only going to go higher. So that's why it's really great for you guys to be learning about the industry through videos such as mine. I will say it's interesting that not a lot of people make educational manga and webtoon content. There's some educational webtoon content from a digital art perspective, but from a business perspective, not a lot of people are talking, which I find pretty interesting. Which one is easier to make, webtoon or manga? That's a pretty hard question to say because I'd say webtoon episodes are shorter in length than manga chapters, meaning that there are roughly 50 to 60 panels within a webtoon episode. There are roughly 18 to 20 pages serialized weekly in traditional Japanese manga on average, like in a lot of shonen magazines. Different magazines have different requirements. Some might have 20 pages for a month, for example, but I'm looking at Weekly Shonen Jump as like a baseline. I'll say that manga has more intensive line work. What does that mean? The lines that you see are very defined. More serious art styles are extremely intensive and everything is done either by hand or somewhere done by digitally. Easiest way to maybe skip steps is like photo bashing and some digital stuff, but the most part of Webtoon, you can get away with a lot more. So I'll say Webtoon is probably the easier of the two mediums just because one webtoon art styles can be very simple there are some like solo leveling that are really out there solo leveling jungle juice you know those are pretty art intensive styles however there are others that are you know a lot of romance series for example that are very simple art styles very simple looking characters not anything like super extravagant what does make webtoon a little bit harder is that it's obviously colored however if you outsource the coloring then from a individual standpoint you're not really working on, on all that stuff so that's actually something that can, that can be outsourced pretty easily though i will say coloring is a big difference between manga and webtoon. Obviously the amount of panels you have to do weekly are a lot shorter. You can get away with a lot more doing the webtoons just because readers, we they glide over stuff in webtoon very easily. Whereas in manga, you know, everyone's looking at, you know, the individual panels. There, Some people read it very quickly in manga, but they also like take moments to appreciate the art. In webtoon, I will say a lot of readers just read super fast. Stuff like 3D backgrounds, which are backgrounds that are not even made by you. Sometimes you can just get them off of a marketplace and just and put them into the chapter, you know, those are acceptable in Webtoon, but you would never use that in manga, like 3D background assets. Like no one's doing that really. So I will say that Webtoon probably has a lot more shortcuts when compared to, to manga because manga has more of a traditional background using inks and like G pens and stuff versus like Webtoon, which is done entirely digitally. I'll say Webtoon's the easier one to make. Well, that's all the time we have for questions today, guys. Make sure to follow me on social media, Inspired Author. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening wherever you are make sure to drop a like make sure to comment any questions you have for future episodes and make sure to subscribe and follow and rate wherever you are watching or consuming this content and then share with your friends if there's anyone out there that you guys know that are interested in the manga space self-promotion check out my serializations if you have any time to see how i put all this stuff that i'm telling you about into actual practice would really help my series out and then also hopefully you guys can enjoy it as well thank you guys so much for watching this week i'll check you guys on next week's episode of manga education thanks for watching.